Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have joining me Dr. David Weisenhorn, our Extension Specialist for Parenting and Child Development. Welcome, David. Well, thank you. So, David, I always love when you join us because I feel like every topic that you bring to discuss just directly relate to my life and what's going on in my life. And uh, today, we're going to talk about the after-school blues and the beginning of the school year has just kicked off and our kiddos are readjusting to routines. And sometimes that that's a difficult transition to make from summer back into school. But then also even throughout the school year, sometimes we kind of notice that after school time can be difficult at home. And you're going to help us navigate that today. Oh, yes. Only because I have experienced so much of that in, <laughs> in my life. Uh, you know, this really all came about when my son was having just a really tough time after school, just coming home and having a lot of rude behavior, whining, some crying, oftentimes acting really needy, like couldn't get himself a drink of water, having tantrums and overall just meltdowns for what was what we could tell was over seemingly nothing. I guess, So we decided we were going to set up an, an appointment to speak with this teacher. And so we went and spoke with this teacher. And Jennifer, she began to tell me things about my son and just what an amazing child this was. And I was looking at my wife and I thought, should I stop her and just let her know that there's no way this could this be my son? Yeah, like this is not the same person. In some ways, it offered me a lot of hope and I was very happy about that. But then I thought, well, then why in the world? does he become somebody completely different when he comes home? And so scratching around and doing a little research like we do, I come to find out that these less than desirable behaviors at home are totally common. And they're what experts are calling the after-school restraint collapse. And so is that just that they've had so much pressure on them, I guess, for lack of a better word, and maybe it's even self-imposed pressure at school to to do well and to follow the rules and make certain that they line up properly and not talk and everything that's kind of going on during their day, that when they get home and they're in a safe environment, they just kind of, it just all lets loose? That's exactly what it is. This idea that they have been demonstrating an enormous amount of self-control by containing those emotions, this mental and physical energy in the school environment, and by the time they come home, there's just exhaustion. They're simply exhausted. And, you know, and I think in a lot of ways, as parents, we can relate to that, right? I was just getting ready to ask if there was an after-work <laughs> restraint collapse. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the adult version. Right, right. And that is exactly what it is. The good news is that this is most typically uh, tends to get better after the age of 12, but more common among those 12 and under. And so as they grow older, it, it will tend to, to, to dissipate, which is a good thing. But some things that we can do as parents when this is happening in our homes. The first one is just take a break. Like adults, children need a break. They need to unwind. They need to regroup. So instead of asking about as soon as they walk in the door how their day was or if they had a test, how that went, 
or what had the, the many questions that we want to ask our children, give it an hour, hit the pause button on those, on those desires to find out how their day was, and instead offer them a nutritious snack, right? Give them something to help the, their brain rejuvenate and allow them to maybe play or just take a break because they, like adults, again, they need that break. So how do you feel about just letting them veg during that time? I know we've talked before and we need to be mindful for as parents about the amount of screen time or electronics use, but just giving them 30 or 45 minutes to just kind of be alone if that's watching a TV show, laying on the couch, is that is that okay or do we need to try and engage them in some way? You know, and I don't think that the 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 watching the TV would be what I would jump to. I would suggest something more of like uh, allowing them to go for a walk. If okay. they want to take some time out and take a break, if they can go to their room and there are things that may not overstimulate them. The, the problem with TV is it tends to really stimulate the mind. Stimulus. Yeah, and so it's not, as much as it looks like they're breaking by laying on the couch and watching, I don't think it's really giving giving them the break that they need. And so helping them trying to separate from that. So a yoga practice or yeah, going for a walk or having them play outside, shoot some hoops or something of that nature could be more helpful, I think, in that case in, in, in acting as a break versus screen time or, yeah. Okay. Time. What are some other ways that we can help our kiddos cope? Yeah, we, well, we can wait on the homework. That's another thing, uh, right? Sometimes, and that was really hard for me. Uh, and this is a this was good uh, education for me at home because when we get home, we like to go ahead and have them do their homework and try to get that out of the way. But if they're doing that all day long, they really need a break. They need from a break. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. they need a break from that. So, you, you know, with the asking, how are you doing? So you could give that that a break until it's dinner time, and you can ask that around the meal, and then after dinner, maybe that's the time to in, to incorporate the the homework policy and say, okay, let's jump to the homework. But they really do; their brains need a break. How do extracurriculars figure into all of this? Mm, I think they play really well in this in that they can be that extra piece, that that break. It's a physical break where they're having a lot of fun and they're running around, they're getting that energy. But it can be difficult if those bump up into when you pick them up and they're doing that right after school. So sometimes it has to work with your own schedule and trying to work that out. And that makes sense. And I, I think, and we've talked about this before, that as a parent, just trying to figure out that magic schedule and, and juggle everything <laughs> and, you, you know, feel like that we're providing all the opportunities that we can or should or need to provide to our kiddos, but then also maintaining sanity at home in terms of family meals and homework and allowing them to have time as well. Absolutely. And, the, and then the last thing I would add to that is to watch yourself. As parents, again, we are the biggest influence in our children's lives in the way that we respond when we come home. Again, it's very common for us to feel that that collapse, that need to just kind of come home. Yeah, are we grumpy when we get in the door? Are we not really doing what we need to? And so allowing ourselves to come in after a full day's work and we take a break, right? And just just know that our children can mimic what we're doing and we'll do that. So maybe some of what they're doing and the way that they're experiencing or we're experiencing them at home is a reflection of how they experience us yeah, at home. Yeah, I am going to admit that I was grumpy yesterday <laughs> when I got home and and I could tell and it was just we've just had a lot a lot going on in our schedules and I've been traveling, my husband's been traveling, our son's been traveling and you know, I think that that's hard on our on our little girl and I was yeah. grumpy kind of when I walked in the door and so she was grumpy that evening and I thought, well, she probably has every right to be right. grumpy, right? Yeah, you know, because her schedule's just as messed up as mine. Plus, you know, she had me kind of modeling the grumpiness as well. Well, and the the good news, I guess, the silver lining of all of this is that 
eventually they'll develop more emotional resilience. And as the routine becomes more familiar and as they grow older, this will really dissipate. And there's no doubt just from my own family, I can tell that, that the difference in our kiddos from seven, our youngest, and then our son is is 14, that he he is much better about kind of regulating his schedule. And when he comes home, there's not nearly as much emotion, but he also has so much more control than mm-hmm. what a little one would have. He has more control over his life during the day at school because it's not, as you get older, you know, there's not as many teachers telling you this is how you do it and this is how you have to do it. You know, they mm-hmm. make those decisions for themselves, but he also has more control over his life at home sure. too. So I can definitely tell a difference as they as they mature and they get older about their ability to be able to kind of manage manage the after-school blues. That's right. Dr. Weisenhorn, thank you so much for joining us today. As I said, I, I always use this as an opportunity to learn something and be able to take home to implement with my family as well. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.